Good morning and welcome to February's first episode of Cato Daily Podcast. I'm Anastasia Uglova. In an op-ed that ran in the Sacramento Bee Register on January 28th, Cato's Vice President for Defense and Foreign Policy Studies, Ted Carpenter, who also co-authored the book Exiting Iraq, Why the U.S. Must End the Military Occupation and Renew the War Against Al-Qaeda, argued that the notion that pulling out troops from Iraq would leave the country a safe haven for Al-Qaeda is absurd on its face. Ted is our guest for the podcast today. You're disinclined to view an al-Qaeda takeover of Iraq as a logical consequence of a U.S. pullout. Why? Iraq is not Afghanistan under the Taliban. On that occasion, al-Qaeda had a very large presence in the country, some 18,000 troops. It also had the protection of an entrenched, friendly government. In Iraq, al-Qaeda has at most 2,000 troops, The Iraq Study Group estimates that the total is only about 1,300, and the government in Iraq is dominated by Shia and Kurds, both of whom absolutely loathe al-Qaeda. So it's not going to get the protection of the national government the way it had in Afghanistan. And what is your assessment of the strength of that Shia-Kurd coalition government? Well, certainly the government in Baghdad is strong enough that it controls major parts of the country. And I think equally important, al-Qaeda has lost a lot of the support that it had of the Sunni minority in Iraq. At the beginning of the insurgency against the U.S. occupation army, most Iraqi Sunnis supported al-Qaeda, worked with al-Qaeda. Polling data now indicates that 94% of Sunnis have an unfavorable view of al-Qaeda. And there are numerous, numerous reports of fighting taking place between indigenous Iraqi Sunnis and al-Qaeda fighters. Tribal chieftains in Anbar province and elsewhere in Iraq have turned against al-Qaeda. They are openly trying to undermine the organization and eradicate it. When al-Qaeda turned its violent attacks away from U.S. forces and increasingly claimed Iraqi victims, it lost whatever support that it once had in the country. The government does not yet have full control of vast areas of the country. So while Baghdad may be under Shia control, al-Qaeda has free reign elsewhere. Al-Qaeda really doesn't have free reign. Increasingly, it is a harassed force, not only by the U.S. Army of Occupation, but also Iraqi government forces whenever they venture forth, and increasingly Iraqi Sunni forces. Al-Qaeda is now a minor factor in the Iraq security environment. Even the U.S. government admits that, that the prime component of violence in Iraq today is sectarian violence, Sunnis versus Shiites. It is not al-Qaeda versus the American army. What about the concern that our absence from the region in general would embolden al-Qaeda in other countries, Syria, for example? We have to remember that our struggle against al-Qaeda is a worldwide struggle. The cell that plotted attacks against America was headquartered in Hamburg. We have seen al-Qaeda cells in places like London and Madrid. 
Al-Qaeda has had a presence in Indonesia. The notion that we can somehow forestall Al-Qaeda as a global threat merely by continuing the occupation of Iraq is terribly naive. If you enjoyed this program, consider subscribing to Cato Audio, a dynamic 60-minute monthly recording that brings you inside the Cato Institute for highlights from exceptional one-of-a-kind lectures and events on key issues of the day presented by nationally known scholars, authors, and political leaders. Cato Audio is available on our website as well as on iTunes and audible.com.